0: Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com rs and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom rs. Welcome to r slash. Am I the butthole where Opie's fiance abandons her when she's about to give birth to her baby? Am I the butthole for asking my fiance to skip this year's Christmas family vacation because our baby is due? I've gone to Florida with my fiance's family for the past five years, and for at least part of Christmas every other year, I return before him to spend Christmas Day with my family. This year was the first time in a long time that all of his other siblings were able to overlap dates. My fiancé has major FOMO, which is why this is a sensitive subject. His parents have always been weird about keeping their family close. They've never said it outright, but little things suggest they don't consider me completely part of their family yet since we aren't married. Also, my parents are away overseas dealing with a grandparent's emergency. My mom has been kept in the loop, though, and is trying to come back as soon as she can. So, me and my fiancé are both 31, and we're expecting our first baby December 30th. His family has a vacation home in Florida, and they've gone every year during the holidays for about a month until after New Year. He agreed not to go this year because of the baby, but his family is insisting that he go and come back on the 28th, which is ample time before the baby is due. So he bought a ticket for December 15th to 28th? Jesus, that's like two weeks. His reasoning is that his parents really want him to be there, and his siblings will also be going. This is bothering me a lot more than I thought it would, because I know pregnancies are unpredictable, especially in the last trimester, and if anything happens leading up to the due date, I need him here. My parents are away until December 26, and my friends have their families, so I'll be completely alone. The other reason, and I guess it's more selfish, is that I'll be spending Christmas by myself. It's not the main reason why I'm bothered, but it's a small part of it. He's been spending Christmas every year in Florida since he was 15, and there will be many more trips after the baby is born. I don't know why he has to go this year. Anytime I bring it up, it results in a very uncomfortable fight about my expectations to put me first rather than his parents. What? I don't even bring it up anymore. His parents have always been kind to me, but they also don't see any problems, so I think I'm going crazy. Am I the butthole here? Man, I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. So this guy normally goes to Florida from the 15th to the 30th. Is that right? Does he stay Christmas Eve? Does he stay New Year? Hold on. Yeah. They've gone every year during the holidays for about one month until after the New Year. Okay. So this guy... (gasps) This guy spends like 30 days with his family, and he can't come back for one day, for one day out of the 30 days to spend time with OP and OP's family on Christmas Day. Jeez, well, I guess it'd be more than one day. It'd be from the 25th to, I guess, the 1st. Can't he compromise in some capacity and say... Okay, from the 15th up until after Christmas, I'll spend time in Florida. But then from like the 26th or the 27th to the 1st, I'll spend time with O.P.'s family. That way I get to spend Christmas with my family and I get to spend New Year's with her family. That could be some compromise or they switch each year. So, you know, next year, Christmas with O.P.'s family and then New Year's with his family. But this guy's really saying one whole month, all or nothing. And these are like normal years. This is not even when O.P.'s pregnant. But then you add into the fact that she's about to give birth alone, no support, doesn't even have anyone to drive her to the hospital. And he's like, see ya. Be sure to send me pictures of the baby, sweetie. And then he he gets mad at you because your expectation is that you should be put above his parents. Yeah, that literally is the expectation. By that logic, if parents are the most important thing, shouldn't OP go fly to be with her parents in another country and have the baby there? Because being with parents is the most important thing, right? And if the fiance doesn't get to see the baby, then oh well, so sad, too bad. OP, this entire post is a non-stop list of red flags from your fiance. If I were you, OP, I'd be seriously reconsidering my marriage. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your fiancé 4 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for refusing to pay for my stepdaughter's college? I'm a 48-year-old man, and my stepdaughter, Hannah, who's 18, is going to attend college. I've known her for around 4 years since I married her mother. The issue, though, is that we've never gotten along well. I've tried, but she always says that she doesn't like me and wants her real dad. When I try to tell her stuff or scold her for being out of order, she'll say, You're not my father, you're just some stranger. My wife Emily asked her to behave properly as well, but she doesn't care to listen and in the end, she stopped telling her as well. I had to pick Hannah up at school once, and when a couple of people who didn't know that I was her stepdad asked her who I was, she said, Oh, he's a servant actually, in front of my face. I was extremely mad at that, and it resulted in a huge argument, although she played it off as a joke. But that was the last straw, and it happened a good few months back. After that, I've treated her as if she's invisible, and barely had any interactions with her unless absolutely necessary. Well, she recently talked to me and said that she's going to apply to college, and she wants me to pay for it. I refused and asked her to ask her real dad, who also refused to pay for it. She began to protest and said that I'm affecting her education and that I can't do that. But I didn't back down and said that she's not my business anymore. My wife says that refusing to pay it is wrong and that I overreacted even though she hasn't been nice to me. Am I the butthole? Well, she's going to college because she wants to get an education, but it sounds like here OP is giving her an education. That lesson is that actions have consequences. You can't treat someone like garbage, insult them for being a servant for four years, and then expect them to turn around and give you like 50k, 100k for college. Life just doesn't work that way, sweetheart. Also, love this top comment from Tempting Penguin. Not the butthole. Tell her that you can't afford it on your servant's wages. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your stepdaughter 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for painting a curse word on the wall of my friend's new house? My friend and his wife just bought their first home. It's a fixer-upper, and I've been helping them out with the fixing. My father was a handyman and contractor, so I have lots of skills and experience with doing maintenance, repairs, and upgrades on a house. I also have pretty much all the tools I need to do most of the work. This last weekend, I was helping paint the dining room. I had everything set up the way I wanted, and I was ready to go. For some effing reason, his wife decided to let their dogs into the room that I'm painting. One of them steps in the roller tray and then jumps up on me. His wife laughed it off like it wasn't a big deal that I had paw prints on me. I also had to throw out that primer because it now had mud in it. I told them both to just let me do the work in peace. After I prepared a new tray of paint, I wrote the word F-U-C-K in huge letters on the wall. In primer. For those of you who may not know, primer is the coat of paint that you put down before the actual paint. Basically, primer sticks to the wall better than paint does, and when it dries, it creates a better surface for the paint to stick to. His wife saw it and freaked out! She said that I was drawing profanity in her house. I told her that it was primer and to stay out of my way. I then finished the job and went home. My friend called me and said that I had really upset his wife with my childishness and that she wouldn't let me back until I apologized. I asked him, what am I supposed to be apologizing for? He said that I wrote a curse word on his wall. I asked him to provide a picture. He said that he couldn't since I painted over it. I asked then, what's the problem since the word wasn't there anymore? He said that I needed to apologize. I said that him wanting me to apologize was in no way the same as me needing to apologize. He said that I couldn't come back until I did. No problem for me. I was helping him for free on my weeks off from work. He (laughs) He called me two days later and asked if I was coming to finish painting since I would be away at work for those three weeks. I said that I wasn't ready to apologize yet and maybe I would when I got back, but I probably won't. Now, his wife is telling everyone that I'm a bad person for leaving a job half-finished. I tell everyone who asked that I was working for free and that they told me not to come back. Now there's a big fight in our friend group between the people who think that I should keep the peace and those who think that she's being an entitled whiner. No one else is volunteering to help at their house, so now they have to either do it themselves or pay someone. I'm catching flack for that, too. Am I the butthole? Yo, co- Okay. These people bring you into their home to do free unpaid labor for them. This is hard, difficult specialist work that if you were getting paid for would cost a pretty penny and they're getting this work for free. Then they actively sabotage you and waste your materials and your time and disrespect you by letting their dogs get primer all over you. Then they get mad at you for getting upset and demand you come back and finish the job. Give me a break. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. You're already being a great friend by doing this work for them for free. I'm giving your friend and his wife 2 out of 5 buttholes. They are being entitled whiners. Am I the butthole for calling my daughter-in-law parents deadbeats and not stepping down in my place at her wedding? When my son Josh was 16, he and his girlfriend, Chloe, told my wife that they were expecting a baby. We were reasonably concerned and upset. But supported the two in whatever they wanted to do. They decided that they wanted to keep the baby. Chloe's parents were not supportive at all and kicked her out of the house. We had her move in with us. My wife and I developed a close bond with her as we helped her prepare for the baby. After the birth of their daughter, Bryn, Chloe, and Josh lived with us until they were 22. Since they were so young, we really helped them a lot those first few years as they got their GEDs and went to trade school. It wasn't an easy road in the slightest, but it made us all closer. I consider Chloe the daughter that I never had. They're now 25 years old, and Brynn is 9 years old. Last year, Chloe's parents got in contact with her and said that they were sorry, they wanted to be in their lives, etc. Josh and Chloe chose to hesitantly let them into their daughter's life. They have definitely played the part of overcompensating grandparents who try to pretend that no time has passed. Bryn is healthy, safe, and loved. That's all that matters to me. They've been standoffish with my wife and I. I feel that they're jealous and maybe insecure when it comes to how close we are to Chloe and Bryn. We've tried to arrange for times to talk, outings where all four of us can be with Bryn, but they always rebuff. So, we've settled on just being polite and kind, getting along with them for Bryn, Chloe, and Josh's benefit. Chloe and Josh recently announced that they're getting married. Chloe asked me to walk her down the aisle. She explained that while her dad is also walking her down the aisle, she'd love to have her other dad with her too. I was touched. She's called me Papa Sam for a while now, and my wife Mama Carol, but I still didn't expect this. I accepted. Now, Chloe's dad is refusing to walk her down the aisle since I'm walking her down the aisle too. He says that I'm encroaching on a precious moment between him and his daughter. I said that as long as Chloe wants me to walk her, I will. Chloe has said that she doesn't want me to step down, but she also wants her dad there. I've said that I'll support her in whatever she wants. She's remained firm that she wants to try to find a way to get her dad on board so that we can both walk her down the aisle. Chloe's mom said that I should step down because of course Chloe won't ask me to. I, oh man, I made the comment that then I'd be just as much of a deadbeat as they were for so long. This pissed her and her husband off. My wife feels that I fueled the drama and I should just step down so that Chloe can have both of her parents there. I've said that until Chloe asks me to step down, I won't. Am I the butthole? Alright, I can tell you exactly what's happening here. This isn't really about him being angry that you're encroaching on a precious moment, because if you really cared about precious moments, then he wouldn't have kicked his pregnant daughter onto the street. What he's really worried about is, after the wedding, explaining to everyone why he and another man was walking his daughter down the aisle. Well, you see, the reason why that other guy was there was because he basically raised my daughter for like nine years because I abandoned her in her greatest time of need. And honestly, I'm really lucky that I'm in her life at all because I'm a terrible deadbeat dad and a complete loser. Is what he would have to say to all the wedding guests. OP, you are 100% justifiable. Those people are deadbeats and you're a saint of a human being. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, and I'm giving Chloe's parents 4.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for calling my girlfriend a B-word for lying about an emergency to test my commitment? I'm a 29-year-old guy, and me and my girlfriend Andrea, who's 29, have been together for a few months now. Everything's been going smoothly, until yesterday when she pulled off a ridiculous stunt. She called me late at night to say that she's seriously injured and she's having panic attacks and that no one else is with her because her parents are out, which was true, they were out. She said that she's also got some chest pain and she thinks that she's dying and that she's in a really bad state and can hardly breathe. As she was saying this, she was heaving into the phone. She begged me to help her. She said that she already called 911, but that she also wanted to let me know, and I was shocked. I took my car to rush towards her house, and it was only after reaching there that I found out that she was joking about it. She met me joyfully and said that she only wanted to see how committed I am during an emergency because that's an essential part of a relationship or something. I lost my temper and asked her what the F her problem was. She said that she was just testing me and I got pissed off. I called her an effing B word and told her that I didn't deserve to be treated like trash and made use of like that. She was crying by saying that she only wanted to check whether I'm a good fit and that I overreacted. I left the house immediately and haven't talked to her since. She's been texting me, but I just ignored her. Am I the butthole? OP, run. You don't deserve to be tested and have your emotions played with like that. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, I'm giving her 2 out of 5 buttholes. To be honest, after reading this, I had to go double check the ages, that they're both 29. This sounds like the type of behavior you'd expect out of like a 19 year old, or more likely a 15 year old. But a 29 year old grown woman playing preposterous pranks? Yo, this girl acts like a teenager. She lives like a teenager and she acts like a teenager. That was r slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.